This is our house, our northern powerhouse, our northern waterway, our super slowway, our broadband highway. And this is our day. This is the North's day. This is the North's way. This is our house, this northern songhouse. And these are our tales, our northern stories. Our North cannot fail. We are bound for glory, because this is our house, our northern powerhouse. Welcome to the Ways of Water a podcast series exploring our English waterways through the arts, ecology, industrial history, well-being and the deep mysteries of water itself. Presented by me, David Bramwell, and with the occasional guest appearances from the inimitable John Shuttleworth and his neighbour Ken. So Ian, how do you, how'd you like to introduce yourself? I always say uh, Ian McMillan, poet and broadcaster. That's what short, short and sweet. <laughs> short and sweet, because there's nothing worse than people reading out your CV. I think poet and broadcaster, man about town, flaneur. Man about Barnsley. Man about Barnsley. <laughs> and where are we today? Well, we're at this place called the Battiford Bridge, near Battiford Island, as it says on that sign down there. And we're in Murfield. And Murfield is one of those places that if you said to the people of Murfield, I believe you're quite near Huddersfield, they'd go, no, we're not. We're in Murfield. I was asked to write a poem that would fit on a canal lock gate. And I just thought, I was thinking about it. I was thinking of superhighway. I was thinking of the information superhighway. And now, of course, in its heyday, the canal was the information superhighway. And I just thought the phrase super slowway, because that's what it strikes me that canals are. What I like about them is this. You know, these moments when you're next to the water, and it is a super slow way. And it's a cliche, but the busy life seems to fall away. And the fact you've got all these things to do doesn't matter a bit. Mm. And that here you are, and as you're standing here, all the people who've ever been on the canal are kind of standing behind you. And you get a sense that you're at some kind of apex of history, which you're not really, but you think you are. That's what I like, that's, that's what I'm enthusiastic about. Look at these, I wish we brought them back. These blackberries, could have made blackberry and apple pie. Could have good year for apples without blackberries. So. Wordsworth and Coleridge were, I believe, inspired by rivers, to use rivers as symbols for the human condition and, and the mind, I guess, in the, in the days before we'd use such words as conscious or unconscious. I, my understanding is that they went walking in the Quantocks and conceived an epic river poem, which never happened because of a of a great falling out. But there is there's a river in Kublai Khan, isn't there? Yeah, Alf the Sacred River, where Alf the Sacred River ran. And as you say, with our 21st century consciousness, we think, all right, the Sacred River, that's an obvious metaphor, it's an obvious thing, it's a symbol. But they were inventing that idea, weren't they? They were inventing that idea of... Apparently they invented the idea of the landscape, didn't they? Because Wordsworth used to walk around with his that square thing on a stick, like a rectangular monocle on a stick. And he would do that to frame the landscape because the landscape was overwhelming. You, you, you didn't see an edge to it. It wasn't framed. But if he had this thing, he'd walk about and frame it. And he was the first one that maybe saw landscape as much as land, the idea of countryside as much as country. I guess. So yes, rivers featured heavily 
in their thinking and what we're doing now, making symbols of the river, they were doing, but they were doing it afresh, I guess. Rivers have always been sacred, haven't they? They've always been powerful things in religion and in thought, but they were starting to think about that as poetry. It's really hard to think yourself back into what it was like before then, when you wouldn't go out into the countryside because it was frightening. It's like when they first invented trains and people thought they would go so fast that you'd die. They had this thing called fear of train death, where they thought you, if it went 20 miles an hour, your brain would explode. You know? Ian, we've reached a meeting point of the canal and the, and the Calder. We can see Battiford Hauling Bridge and we're standing by a lock. It seems a perfect spot in which to ask you about the poem you're about to read and how the poem came to be created. The Canal and River Trust asked me to write something to celebrate the canal and it was one of those very specific briefs where they go, could you include that, that, that and that and include that and that and that. And I like that kind of brief. When they, I don't like it when they go, put whatever you like. Take as long as you want. If they go, look, it's got to be this long, it's got to do this and this and this. So it's got words on water. A canal is a mix of fragility and strength, of ancient locks up and down the length and breadth of the north, and for what it's worth, they soon dry, wring them out, pairs of soaking socks, oh yes, pairs of soaking socks. A lot of people lend willing brains and hefty brawn, a helping hand in a flooded dawn, in all the pouring rain, and in Pocklington, or Murfield, or Naban, lots of great ideas, oh yes, lots of great ideas. A canal is a road for a lot of freight to ride, landscape to read two centuries wide, Kennet in the sun, workshops growing strong, and to top it off, and here and now, waterside restored, oh yes, waterside restored. A lot of people love the canals and what they mean to work and live by the water's gleam. They will have their day, then everyone will say or sing or shout, canals are back for good. Oh yes, canals are back for good. I like being populist and writing a thing that people might respond to and also might respond to by saying, is that it? I could write one of them as well. That, I, was, I always like people to go, I could do that. I think, yes, you could. And I also wrote this thing called Super Slowway, a rhapsody to the Leeds and Liverpool Canal, which was performed <laughs> in Blackburn. I like Blackburn's strapline. Blackburn, as you go into Blackburn, he said, Blackburn, a Lancashire town. Not the Lancashire town, not a superb Lancashire town. Blackburn, a Lancashire town, and don't you forget it. So I'll, just, I'll read a couple of bits out of this, because right. this was different kind of writing. This was writing for performance, writing for choirs, writing for people who would only get one chance to hear it. So this one was the, the opening chant. Towpath, narrow as my life path, towpath thin. Towpath, muddy as my heart path, towpath slip. Towpath, endless as my work path, towpath rain. Towpath, freezing as my mind path, towpath pain. Towpath, empty as my soul path, towpath smell. Towpath, you are just my word path, towpath hell. Because I had the idea that just 
going up and down that towpath would have been hell. You know, we romanticise it now, and it's nice to stroll here. Yeah. But to have been a child or anybody working, just hauling that thing, I think we forget, you know, these places were built on sweat and blood and tiny little wage packets. So that was the opening thing, where the kids strode in. Like that. Sadly, they strode in doing it at the same time as some people arriving late to the performance. So they're going, towpath, and people are going, where's my seat? Thank you, sir. Rhapsody on boat names and some observations on the weather. Margaret, you carried coal and pitch, and the drizzle hung in the afternoon air, soaking the heaviness of pitch and coal. The stoat had a round stern, and the hare had a round stern, and the wolf had a round stern, but the puma had a square stern. William, you carried coal, sand, and night soil, and the brief morning sun made everything riper and the night soil steamed, didn't it, William? Can you see the cheetah sailing on the water? Can you hear the bison? Can you hear the beaver? There's a menagerie waiting by the lock gates. Ellen and Ellen and Eleanor and Emma, four sisters carrying the wealth of the nation as the fog holds them all like a fist. Sun makes its way, rising and setting as the water rises and settles, sun in rain, Glowing and soaking, soaking and glowing, Doris was named after my sweet wife, who could carry coal from one room to the other and glide through the tunnel of the evening. Ellen and Cheetah and Bison and Sun, Margaret and Eleanor and Beaver and Doris and Wolf and Hare. I'm a big fan of the found and the pop-up space. And a space like this, which is the, just the little edge of the lock gates, a place for performance. You know, when I read it then, it felt like you were in some kind of open-air amphitheatre. Another thing for me within, within those poems is, is the sense of northernness. And, and at the mm. risk of it being a, a cliché when we talk of, you know, what it is to be northern, there is there's something of a northern pragmatism, but romanticism, and nostalgia and and landscape that that mm. kind of I think there is I think you're right it's exactly that it's it's a combination of pragmatism romanticism and nostalgia for something that you're not quite sure it was in, and and you're nostalgic for something and you feel that somehow when you weren't looking you looked over here because you thought you dropped something something was taken away yeah. <laughs> and they where's it gone and it's gone and we don't know what it was maybe it was some kind of maybe it was political power maybe it was cultural clout maybe it was a sense that this place wasn't part of managed decline which it felt like it was for a long time and there is something there's a Barnsley word, brussen. He's a bit brussen, that fella. Heard it in the barbers this morning. He's a bit brussen. And it means he's a bit oppositional. He's a bit mardy. He doesn't agree with what... And I think the North is a very brussen kind of place. And you do hope that, that the levers of cultural power are shifting a bit and that we are getting a little bit more up here. And things like this, things like the restoration of canals, is a small thing, but it, it, it helps us being just a museum. It helps us being just a place where people used to do things and now just go and watch museum exhibits about it, I think. But yeah, I'm, I always I've, I quote a lot the great late Roy Fisher, the poet from Birmingham, Birmingham, who said, Birmingham's what I think with. And in the end, Barnsley's what I think with. The North is what I think with. So, you know, I can't help it. <laughs> <laughs>
That's interesting. Should I jump in the river? <laughs> no. Dramatic ending. Dramatic ending. Help! Never seen again. <laughs> well, it just remains for me to thank my guest and... Oh, oh hang on, that sounds like the post. Ah, another cassette from my old friend, John Shuttleworth. Welcome to John Shuttleworth's fantastical and occasionally foolish facts from the weird but wonderful world of waterways. Thanks, Ken. You're welcome. In 1978, a British waterways dredging party working on the Chesterfield Canal pulled up a chain which had a lump of wood on the end of it. What was going on? Uh, was it a toilet seat that had become entangled with the toilet chain? Oh, nice try, Ken, but incorrect. It was actually a plug for the canal. Oh, goodness. Yes, and once removed, the water between Whitsunday Pie Lock and Retford Town Lock gurgled away into the river idle. What happened to the idiot who pulled the plug out? Thrown into the canal, I hope. Well, if he had been, he'd have hurt himself, for the canal was now empty. Oh, he'd have got a sore bottom. <laughs> bye bye for now. Bye, David. Ways of Water was presented by me, David Bramwell, and with music by Oddfellows Casino. Find out more via drbramwell.com and check out Oddfellows Casino on Bandcamp, where you'll also find links to my album and book, The Cult of Water. Many thanks to all the guests in this series and to you, the listener. Watery blessings to you all.